It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Why Did Ask For Chapter 6. Today we have Pat. I'm so excited for this chapter. We have Blue. Hi. And a newcomer from a different podcast, Mr. Julian. Hey. Yay. And my name is Dan. How's everyone doing today? Boo, it's Dan. I'm wow. Dan. I'm just kidding, Dan. How are you doing, Dan? Good morning. No, oh, fuck you. You know what? <laughs> no. You know I can kick you from this, right? No, why would you do that? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, this is a this is a great this is a great thing here. Um I wanted to, we were looking for a fourth and I wanted to introduce you guys to a longtime member of uh, this other podcast that I'm a part of called the Jackass Express podcast, which Dan was nice enough to help fill in for this morning as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is uh, Julian. I've known Julian for almost 20 years, I believe. Uh, and yeah, something that's... like that. When well, was 1992? 1992. I just remember wow. that you invited Johnny to your birthday party, oh, and shit. I got really jealous and sad, and so you felt bad for me and invited me too. And <laughs> well, he's been a leech in his side ever since. Yes. Well, we couldn't really. If nice. Johnny was going somewhere, Patrick had to go too. We really couldn't do one without the the other. They had to they had to go everywhere together. So I think your Who's mom Johnny? made us invite you. I was so a little sweet. I was a little brother. <laughs> I had little brother syndrome. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Patrick. We like to well, have you around. Yeah, that's what she's saying now. Anyway, uh, the reason why <laughs> we... Uh, I don't know if uh, you might be making this announcement right now, Mr. Dan. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Okay, part of the reason that Jules is on here is we'd like to announce that uh, the Jackass Express will be be becoming a part of the network that the uh, Why Did Ask For podcast is a part of. And for those of you that may not know what we're talking about is the Why Did Ask For is now going to be flying under a network yet to be determined the name and it'll be hosting several podcasts and Jackass mm-hmm. Express will become one of those and will now be releasing on a weekly basis. Yay. Yay. <clears throat> so get out your denture glue and strap yourselves in. <laughs> oh my God. Denture glue. I mean, it serves a couple purposes. Um, one being obviously the cross promotion. Um, we can get the uh, Jackass Express listeners, hopefully listening to our stuff as well uh, and vice versa, you know, whatever, three listeners we have might go over and, and check out the Jackass Express podcast as well. But um, initially it came around because um, we've been in talks to launch a website of our own with our own domain name and stuff. And it, we came to the decision that unless we had at least three programs that we could uh, get out on a weekly basis, um, uh, it wouldn't really be worth it to have a website. And so we brainstormed a bit and so well, we have why did ask for that's going to come out every week. It already has been coming out every week. Um, and then, uh, Josh, AKA Shua, he, um, he started a podcast, which I think he's going to rename now because of <sighs> something that happened and now Bleff doesn't exist anymore. Um, Yay. <laughs> and then we were looking for, you know, a couple other things that we could do. Um, and I, I basically came up with a whole slew of things. We got seven um, things that we can eventually come up with. So we got something for each day. And uh, Pat offered up the Jackass Express to come in 
uh, as as a, a day of content. So I was like, hey, yeah, cool. If you guys are cool with that, then you know, bring them on. And eventually, when we get the site running, now we have at least you know one um, one show coming out for every day of the week. So. So make sure you stay tuned to our Why Did Ask For blog spot and Facebook page because there's going to be a lot of stuff happening very quickly and there's a great chance it's going to explode, hopefully in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't so, want it to explode uh, in a bad way. I, I know I, I haven't formally introduced Julian as well as I should have. Um, Julian's actually a captain in the Air Force. And um, I like I said, I've known him for over 20 years and I can't... I don't think I can really discuss about what it is he does exactly. No, you can. I can? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Julian yeah. is actually – what's up? No, I'm a uh, crew member on the uh, E-8C Joint Stars aircraft um, and been enjoying that for the last couple of years over here. So I'm over in uh, in Georgia. He's, he's currently in Georgia but often does many fun things to do with people that um, – as we talk about on the Jackass Express because we have a lot of military people on that cast – is um, – he deals with intelligence, I want to say. So he gets to or, do a lot of fun things that he can't really up. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not going to na- get nailed by Homeland for this, are we? Probably not. I wouldn't think so, no. <laughs> I mean, you can Julian's Google search actually a plant. it. It shows up. I, just, I, mean, I, I may or may not have just Google searched it, and it was like the first thing on the top. Google searched what? What, you, you the E8 oh, joint yeah. stars or whatever? That's, that's uh, yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia page on that. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, I, I mean, think uh, Homeland Security is going after them first. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure. I don't know all the American rules, you know. As oh, yeah, you're Canadian. Canadian as long as you're not Canadian, you're okay. Like, we don't have an Air Force. I think we own, like, one plane. You got the, <laughs> oh, you got the Snowbirds. Something like that. They, they, I know we own, they like, go to three air shows. submarines, but they were, we bought them from, like, Russia, and they're, like, really old. Who bought? You bought... You bought fucking shit from Russia. How old we is bought, it? We bought used submarines. Oh, man. Bootleg submarines. They're really Bootleg old. Subs. You can look it up. It's it's pretty bad. It's all five eyes. We're all on the same team. So, But at the time, we're looking at it going, hey, we got a great deal, eh? Mounties can use this, eh? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, you, also, you also have the Commonwealth to help defend you and the United States would help you out so well i don't yeah, think anyone's going I mean, to war with canada anytime soon no. yeah we're not gonna I mean, let our kinda, head we're in a pretty good place for that but <laughs> it's still not, you know we're not gonna let our hat die spending money and building a few good ones like no no we'll just take everybody's leftovers yeah, why not? yeah. well that's that's what they did speaking of the j stars that's what they did with the j stars uh all those aircraft are old boeing 707s that were built in the 60s, some of them in the 70s, um, and we bought them from other countries. A f- couple of them were actually Canadians, uh, Canadian aircraft from their Air Force that we bought, used. Uh, some of mm-hmm. them were a couple of American Airlines jets that were retired. Some of them were uh, cargo aircraft in third world countries that we bought back. Um, so, yeah. Hey, cool. used, used is I okay is sometimes. I pretty common practice then, but... yeah. I don't know. I just remember laughing my ass off when I heard about us buying uh, old <laughs> submarines and shit. <laughs> well, and then the only thing, the saving grace about Canada is that you guys gave us Michael Bublé. So I guess we'll we'll call it even well, with the whole Justin I mean, Bieber fiasco. We, we yeah, but there's there's you way more negatives us- in that in that respect because I mean we gave you Bieber, mm-hmm. fucking Celine Dion. Yeah, well I mean no fucking, one's perfect. 
Brian Adams. No, no, no. You gave Our us Michael Bublé. Our only saving grace. You gave us Get- Michael Bublé, but he fucking auto-tunes every song he sings. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. It's really was- obvious in his Christmas music. I went no. to his, not all of his songs, uh, like You're some of them nuts. he did for effect, but the, uh, like, okay, when he covered um, that one Mariah Carey song, that's like, I want to kill myself every time I hear it because they play it so often. Um, every Mariah Carey song? Okay. Hey, no, there, shut that, up. <laughs> let's, let's take it easy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw him in concert. He didn't use autotune. He's really, really good. No, not, I don't mean in concert. I mean like the stuff that goes out on the radio, like. We have a we have a, a Christmas radio at work, and every time Michael Bublé's stuff comes on, I can hear the auto tune on his Christmas music, and I'm just like, why would you Christmas? Why would you auto tune someone's voice? Who's very why would you Christmas? Hit the notes. Why would you Christmas someone's auto tune? <laughs> it's like why would you auto tune someone's voice who very clearly can hit all the notes without fucking up? And the same thing for that one song that got really popular that was playing across American radio. It's like why would you do that? He has a voice that he can sing with. Why would you auto tune the songs that go out on the radio and on his CDs and shit? Yeah, there, there's a lot of producers out there that just use it, I think, as an effect because they think, Ugh. "Well, everybody's doing it, so we got to do it too." Well, so someone, we also have to it, apologize for Nickelback and Simple Plan. Um, I'm sure there's a few others, but yeah. So Canada Nick, hasn't uh, been good to the U.S. Well, don't <laughs> feel bad. We have Dennis Rodman and <laughs> Kate Plus Eight. Uh, all these other shows. Kardashians. Wow. Kardashians. Uh, um, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> the View. Oh, my oh God. God. Yeah. Uh, so don't worry. We're pretty equal here. It's not Whatever hard. the uh, that lady with the clown car vagina, what's her name? Okay. Britney Spears? The no. There's a lot no. of people like The one that. that keeps cranking out kids. Like They got their show canceled because people finally realized Oh, that. the Duggars. Yeah, those folks. Oh. So God, <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> fucking god bless whatever religion they belong to because holy shit i believe it's christianity <laughs> it is but it's a certain sect of it and it's just like could you not what yeah. what, what year do we live in oh okay i know I uh, a friend of mine dated a girl who was part of a family like that like her parents just didn't believe in contraception because it was you know if we're gonna have more babies that's what god wants and they have i think 15 kids you oh don't my gosh. need that I'm, many children. I'm You're not collecting sure Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, it's insane, though. It's like, man. I'll just take this second to. I can't even handle two. Yeah, well, well, I'll just take this second to to point out that since Patrick advertised my uh, my career, that none of my views reflect um, the the opinions <laughs> of the Air Force or the United States government. I'm just that's what I do uh, during the work week. I'm just here as me. All right, See, I hope that legal stuff's taken care of. Yes, it, I'm probably going to say things that might offend some people. So it's <laughs> a good thing we that one person that now. That's going to that be our opener. Come back at you at work and be like, "What did you say? What did you do? You started an international war with Canada. God, <laughs> we just don't have the moose power. Damn it! Oh, Shit. we got the moose power. <laughs> we got the. We moose don't power. have the manpower. <laughs> Mooses are terrifying. You know they what else are dangerous? They are Why would you fuck, fuck with the moose? Especially if they jump out in front of your car. It's like I moose don't jump out they, generally. They run like, out. They'll yeah. And then they charging, and then when you're about to hit them, they something. jump up and they uh they put their front legs through your windshield so that you die. Yeah. Like if they're charging something, yeah, you'll see it run out in the road. But usually if you come across one on the road, it's just standing there <laughs> and it'll look at you. 
Yeah, they're not and as if you dumb start getting as deer. Too close, then it'll actually charge at your car. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not quite as dumb and panicky as deer. Deer tend no. to do more stupid things like that. But yeah. Yeah, deer are always like, you can see them on the side of the road and you're like, fuck, I gotta slow way down and be careful because at any minute those, that idiot can just jump on up the road. And Moose is more like, yeah, I'm on the road. Come at me, bro. Yeah, I had a, a friend that once got hit by a deer. His car got hit by a deer. There was one standing in the middle of the road, so he stopped um, to try and go around it. And then one on the side of the road panicked and hit the door of his car, like mm-hmm. T-boned him. So that just goes yeah. to show you. Yeah, they're pretty dumb, but... Deer are pretty stupid. They're pretty, but they're stupid. Well, you know what is... Yeah, that's as... the one thing, like, moose are fucking ugly, too, though. <laughs> like, I've never met anyone that's like, oh, moose are, moose are so beautiful. Moose. Like, No, they're not. <laughs> did did they're you ever ugly. see that video of the guy... Society. Sorry, let me tell you. Uh, did you ever see that video of that guy who was... They were, like, on a boat. They were, like, a bunch of frat partiers, and he, like, jumped off the boat onto the back of a moose in the water and, like, rode it. What yeah, the you hell? got shit for that. Oh, I know, but it, the, like that he video got is fined like, or some shit. Yeah, were they American too or something? I don't remember. Who it's they exactly where. Very but. highly likely that they were. I don't <laughs> think so. Actually, I'm I'm pretty sure they were Canadian. Hmm. But yeah, the fun. videotaped to me just like hops on this moose while the moose is trying to swim, and then uh, <laughs> I guess it, it got out and it started going viral and shit, and then the authorities yeah. were like, "Well," and they slapped a fine <laughs> on him or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this moose. Okay, but you're going to pay a fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was a fine. It could have been something more than that, but I know they got in shit for it anyway. Well, I mean, you just mounted the wildlife, and the wildlife was probably like, what the fuck? I think it was more because it was in the water. Like, <laughs> if he had somehow managed to, and for whatever reason wanted to, uh, jump on a moose's back uh, when it wasn't in the water, I don't think he would have got fined. He probably would have got killed by the moose, but... I don't know about any fines or anything, but I think it's more because it was in the water. So it's like it's a potential to drown the thing or something. Yeah. And it's like the hassle they have to go through to rescue him, even though it's his own idiotic move to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, speaking of uh, idiotic moves, I don't know if you heard about this uh, drunk woman in, um, I think, England that stole a uh, river ferry. And then she started shouting, I'm Jack Sparrow. <laughs> as the ferry was leaving the dock. Oh, my God. Can That's I just awesome. say? Can I just say? I thought you were gonna say Florida. I was like hoping you were gonna say Florida. Oh, here is the That's here's really good. For the link dump. But yeah, I I think uh, people are just starting to get to the point where they're just like, ah, the hell with it. I'm just gonna do whatever makes me happy and have fun. But that is hilarious. I wish I would have. <laughs> I, I think there's a video of it here somewhere. But basically, it's them just. Oh my god! When police responded, the drunk woman began taunting officers for being out of their jurisdiction. She also informed police, "I'm Jack Sparrow." The pirate protagonist played by Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, my God. They did the Purge style. So I don't know if you've heard about this, Pat, or Dan, actually, because you are Canadian. Um, mm-hmm. In America, after both the Purge movies came out, it became very popular for a brief point of time for people to, quote, unquote, reenact the Purge, where there would be, like, lawless nights where people would just go about and, like, fuck shit up. And some people did get injured. But a lot of people looted, and one of the things that stood out to me was in one of the, uh, it was like Kentucky or Tennessee or something, on one of those purge nights, they fucking let go a giraffe from the local zoo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they like stole it and got it out. Because people are like, oh, if the purge happens, 
you know, everyone's going to murder each other. I'm like, I don't know. Someone stole a giraffe. I don't think anyone really cares. Well, I mean, there's a difference between a test run and the actual thing, right? <laughs> I still, I still <laughs> think people would do like steal giraffes and ride elephants and fucking try to run around around naked. I think that's wow. when uh, Darwinism goes back into effect and it's just basically survival of the smartest and the fittest. It's like usually when they tell you not to do something, it's not because you shouldn't do it. It's because it keeps you alive. It protects you. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that one story where there's um, there was this family that was driving through like a safari thing where you get to watch the animals through the windows mm-hmm. and they tell them, lock the doors. Mm-hmm. And one, I guess this one person who was recording forgot to lock the, one of the back doors and a lion walks up to the door and opens it. Oh. And I think there was an incident, that, like that's happened more than once, obviously, but the one that I'm referring to, I think they just kind of just looked at it and then they drove off and it shut the door and they got away. But there was another incident, I think, where somebody got killed because they left a stupid door open. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know when I was younger, we went to a place like that. It's called African Lion Safari. It's down around Toronto, Niagara Falls, somewhere like that. Um, and like before you go in, they make you take your windshield wipers off. Like you have to take the blades off the car and like, um, cause they're like, when you go through the, where the monkeys are, like they'll just pull shit off your car. So like when you go through the monkeys, like keep your windows rolled up, make sure your wiper blades are taken off before you go in shit like that. Cause they'll just like wreck your car. And, uh, sure as shit, we get to the monkey place and like <laughs> the car in front of us has their wiper blades ripped off and fucking they're pulling like, um, you know, the stuff that holds the window in mm-hmm. like that little yeah, rubber ring or whatever they were like pulling that off the windshield and like every car that goes by the monkeys just swarm the car well monkeys are such little shits what the hell (laughs) see and that's what that's the whole thing is just that see most times they make rules it's not because they're trying to tell you hey we're you know this is all legalistic we're not going to let you have fun it's usually because they're going to do bad things they have experience Mm -hmm. in this field yeah like in that one there's certain uh, portions like they'll have signs up or whatever it's like you know you can roll your windows down now because you're going to be going through sections where the animals are friendly mm-hmm. um, like the giraffes and the llamas and shit like that where like if you want you can roll down your window and like they might come up and like stick their head in your car and they're not going to do anything they're not going to hurt you it's kind of cool but like there's you go through the lions and the tigers and the monkeys they're like roll your windows up now you'll be getting to the monkeys in about five minutes <laughs> just <laughs> do it now <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious but you know who does follow directions and is like outstanding with their customer service is the united states postal service yeah i hear that they i hear that they deliver packages perfectly and on time and without any problems right blue uh yeah no (laughs) blue i'm surprised What, what do you mean uh i don't know man i mean packages have been lost packages have been sent back to other countries Packages have not made it to my door because of incompetence. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How Other does that happen? Countries. Yeah. I ordered a, uh, I ordered a statue, uh, like a vinyl statue, and the guy like delivered it. Like I, he tried to deliver it once. It, okay, so I the last incident was my fault entirely. He like left a slip. I never ordered re-deliver. Although my understanding is that they'll try to deliver it more than once. Um, I only got one attempt to drop off slip and then it got sent back to Japan. But another package that I ordered got delivered to the wrong house or the wrong apartment building. This guy constantly would deliver stuff to the, to the apartment building next door and not my building and vice versa. And I used to live in an apartment high rise. 
So it was very common for people to be missing packages. And I lost like a $40 pre-order that I had from Japan. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I paid like 70 bucks for shipping and blah, blah, blah. I want that stupid thing now. And they were like, well, they usually try to deliver it twice. And I'm like, the guy didn't even leave a slip. Turns out it was next door, but I was still pretty mad about it. But it's not the first time he's done that either. I had to go retrieve another package from the fucking mailbox. And I'm just like, what, wow. what the hell? That, that's some <laughs> bad luck. I luckily, I thankfully haven't had to deal with that. Uh, no. Our no. mailman's pretty good. I just moved, so I, I can't really gauge the new guy, but we'll find out. There's been yeah. a lot of that floating around the group lately, though. Like, um, Mari has been waiting for her debit card for her account or something, and I guess it got sent back oh for whatever yeah. reason to denmark so. that's a fucking no, no, thing in, that happens because she's in the states now oh forget it so i guess they told her like they would mail her her debit card or whatever and like they sent it out and because her name wasn't on the door or something they sent it back yeah, oh my some, gosh some mailmen do that here and it's really fucking frustrating when i was an in-house caregiver i used to like you know i was kind of stranded at the house because they lived in vegas in a section where it was like uh, a country mile, uh, a country block to everywhere. So I just order shit online instead of going out to like the Walmart and getting it myself. And the mailman, even when I put her name or his name on the damn package, including mine, he'd never deliver it because my name was on it. And I was like, I had, I had to, I, I would write her name down, just her name, and put my middle name, put my last name in the middle of it. So she gets up, she'd be like, whose name is this in the middle of mine? I'm like, oh, that's my package. Your mailman's a dick. Oh, wow. Yeah, we don't have those sorts of problems here. You know, I, I guess not. I've seen videos of like delivery people who I guess couldn't get to the door. So instead they throw the packages over like the, the fence <laughs> or I mean, and I kind of sympathize with them in the sense that sometimes when you're trying to deliver a package, there's like a dog in the middle of the yard, but there should be yeah. no reason to have to throw the package at the door. I mean, there's a really good chance you're going to destroy whatever's inside of there. Oh, well. It depends. I mean, if you got a yappy little mutt in your front yard, I mean, who the hell's going to want to come in and deliver anything there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd do the same fucking thing. Like, here, you deal with the dog. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people okay. get blacklisted by the post office. And it's like, hey, we're not going to deliver to your house until you take care of your dog or whatever because we can't even make it to the mailbox. I had something like that happen uh, this past winter, but it wasn't because of my dog. Um we have some, I don't know, some sort of drainage issue up on our roof. And uh, so partway through the winter, it started to, like, it got warm, so everything melted, and then it fucking flash froze everything. So there was a giant icicle hanging just above where my mailbox is. Oh, God. And, um, yeah, the the mailman was just like, nope, not delivering you. So we didn't get any mail for, like, I don't know, a month and a half or something. And then I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, we haven't gotten any bills or anything, so... I called them up and they're like, oh yeah, we're not delivering to you until you get rid of that icicle. I'm like, I walk under it every day. It's not going to fall down. No, no, we're not going to do it. When we finally got our mail, it was like my whole hand width of fucking letters and shit. And I got pretty large hands. This was just a shitload <laughs> of mail. I just love how exclusively Canadian this problem is. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. large yeah. death impaling. It was an icicle. An ice school. I like it. <laughs> but we're not going to have that problem now because we don't, uh, starting, I think, next Monday, we don't do, they don't do door-to-door delivery anymore. 
so we have like a communal box that we have to go to. It's kind yeah, of shitty, but that's kind of what they do here in the in like because I'm I'm living in a new like section of the city, and mm-hmm. now the mailboxes are like one area, and you all have to go pick them up from there. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's gonna make Christmas a real pain in the butt because you have to like hope no one's gonna steal your packages or somehow break into your box or whatever. And I was like, what do they so do? They, they should have that well, package, the box for packages with the key on yeah. it. So usually, yeah, what'll happen is you'll just get a key in your mailbox, and that key opens the um, the large compartment. Yeah, and when you just leave the key in the large compartment when you get your package. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. what if what if you're like ordering multiple things? Like, let's say you're ordering a Why Did Ask for a T-shirt and a Jackass Express T-shirt, and then you don't want that. You know, want to make sure there's enough room in there next to you know video games you ordered. They'll probably Are tell they, you to go pick it up at the post I office. Would just, yeah, you would probably just then get a delivery slip. Like if we it, get these things right now. We get them. They'll hang them on our door if we can't if they can't get a hold of us. And it's like, look, we tried to deliver between this time and this time. You, nobody answered, so we brought your packages to this. Uh, postal location, you can go pick them up there. Huh. Yeah, I've had, the I've had that. If you have like multiple packages, they'd probably just give you a slip and go, we dropped off. You have like seven packages, go pick them up at your local post office. Yeah, hmm. I've had that happen before. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, when I was in Japan, we didn't have like mailboxes, so you, you just had post office boxes, and I had to go to the post office like every day to check my mail, and they would mm-hmm. get mad at you if you... Uh, if your mail started piling up or you had too many packages that were there and you weren't going to pick them up. Um, I feel like that, like the standalone post office building is like a, it's a very small town thing. Yeah. Like, when my whole childhood growing up, we, you go to the post office to get your mail. Nothing showed up at your door. Nothing is like you go, you know, across town, which my town's not that big. It'd take like maybe 20 minutes to walk from one end to the other. Um, but you know, it's the post office in the center of town. You go to the post office, Open up your box. That's where you get your mail. Yeah. And uh, in fact, kind of interesting thing on that line of discussion. So I was at an antique shop and we were looking at a bunch of old postcards they had there. And some of them were actually filled out. And you could tell, you know, very small towns back in the 20s and 30s, um, you wouldn't even have to put an address. They would just write the name of uh, who it was going to put a stamp on it or a name in the city and they'd put the stamp on it and the post office would be like, Oh yeah, of course we know Mrs. Smith. And <laughs> yeah, it's, um, like things like, it's addressed to, you know, Mr. Smith PO box two sixty five. Yeah, There were no zip codes <laughs> and nothing. And now if your name is uh, not exactly spelled out on the front, they won't even deliver it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I guess it's going uh, away, basically, like all postal service, right? I mean, there's not much that comes through the mail anymore. And most companies are, they're very much about like, hey, sign up for online billing. and. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is, um, internet shopping has gone up so much that you would think they'd be making money on, more money on packages and shipping now than they did in the past. Well, a lot yeah. of companies yeah. go through FedEx and uh, FedEx and what's the other one? Uh, UPS. 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 Because people just genuinely True. prefer the other delivering companies because the USPS sucks so much. <laughs> I, guess, I guess in the US, yeah. Like, I don't know. For us, um, it's cheaper to send it through the postal service than it is to use FedEx or UPS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I mean, the same is true here. And you, you get a lot. I mean,. Oh, no, I don't know. I haven't had any bad experiences with the post office, really. I mean, 
No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm Me just either. lucky. I've it's I always blue. use the post office for everything. Blue's making it up. No, see, <laughs> Vegas is just full of assholes, minus a few key people, and Chicago is just so fucking big. But also, we deal with a lot of bullshit weather. I don't know. People get disgruntled easily sometimes. You just have I to do. just insure. You buy insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think that's that all the time. Like you're sending this where you might want to buy insurance on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the only in, in fact, the only time I've had real issues with post offices is when it's going international or I'm sending it from an international location. So I think I sent, I sent Jonathan chase a couple of postcards one time and I sent him one from Indonesia and I sent them from one, uh, one from Alaska, like a month later and the one from Alaska ended up getting there before the one from Indonesia. I think it took about three months to get to him, and I just I assumed it was lost. And I was really surprised when he wow. when he told me that he got the postcard. Oh yeah, you would think in it, Indonesia, would, it's like they don't have planes and boats; they just put it in a bottle and hope it gets there. That's oh what I God. assumed happened. Oh boy, here we go. That, but he eventually got oh. it. I mean, I'll I'll give it that much. He he eventually got the postcard. <laughs> so we just lost the entirety of our Indonesian audience, Duncan. Oh yes, yeah. and our Las Vegas yeah. audience as well. Yeah, well. Oh no, they, they can deal with it. Vegas knows they're full of shits. So that's okay. <laughs> there you go. Indonesia is one of those places where it's like, um, I went once. Uh, if I don't go back, that's fine. <laughs> I kind of wanted Vegas. to. Uh, I kind of wanted to say that for those who don't know, Jonathan Chase is actually another member of the Jackass Express podcast, and he lives in Taipei, so he's a he's a air Asian resident inside of the Eastern world. Fucking brag about it, right? Right? <laughs> but you think we'd be bragging about him, but actually, not just kidding. It's but fine. but no, we we try not to talk about him. Yeah, uh, he's, no, he's, say, he's that guy. Uh, speaking of Vegas, uh, it's like right now it's more of a Canadian thing, but. Um, what are your thoughts on like um, professional sports teams having Las Vegas-based teams? And the reason I ask that is because there's talk right now of expansion with the NHL, the National Hockey League, uh, that they may put a team in Vegas. And immediately my thought was, how the hell are you going to sustain a team in Las Vegas? Like, there's so much more going on in Las Vegas. Who the hell is going to care about a hockey team? You'd be hmm. surprised. Sports betting is pretty big there. Yeah, the betting... People would yeah. just go and watch on uh, watch on TV. But that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you going to sell? I guess they had a, a season ticket drive, and I guess they sold them fairly quickly. So, oh yeah, I guess there's enough people that on paper say that they would go to a game. But I, you know what though, it, it makes a lot of like, sense. Would it be ninety percent of the audience is just like they're there because they have money on the game? No, I would I, also maybe. think it's the kids too because they can't take the kids to the casinos for entertainment. So you're looking at an affordable form of entertainment while taking your kids to Vegas. That would definitely serve that purpose. Also, That's... Vegas doesn't have any sports teams besides little league and shit. Like, uh, if you look at the national sports teams and shit, none of like there are there is no Las Vegas based team. They got I the Las Vegas Fifty Ones. What are those? <laughs> That's no. a minor league baseball team. Yeah. Uh, no, as I said, great, it's minor. Great it's logo. Major, I love the the fifty ones. Are they yeah. still uh, affiliated with the Blue Jays? I don't know who they're affiliated with. I'll find last out. Last I remember, oh no, they're not because now uh, we have the Buffalo Bisons. But that's the that's thing, right. though. Like, Which, it's speaking a of the Blue Jays, team, what a season they're having, huh? Right. <laughs> Sorry, I just totally derailed this whole thing. It's okay. I've, been try- I've been trying to talk to people about the Blue Jays forever, and nobody in our group gives two shits about baseball. I like 
like baseball. Oh, Major League Baseball. We, I'm talking about Major League Baseball. Leaders of the AL East, the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, they are now four and a half games above the Yankees. Well, I think yeah. I introduced you to the right As long as the Yankees don't win, I'll be quite happy. I mean, just yesterday. So um, earlier in the week, I think on Thursday, they were supposed to have a game. It got rained out. So they planned a doubleheader for yesterday. So they played two games. The first game went to 11 innings, and the Jays end up winning 9-5. And then they come back out. And they won the second game like 10-7. So I mean, they, they took two wins from the Yankees in the same day. And the Yankees are in second place. So these games are very important for the Yankees. And right now they're looking at a sweep. So there's another game today that uh, if the Jays win, they put, I think it's, they end up five and a half games ahead with not that many games left in the season. So it's looking really good for the Jays. Yeah, right it is. And I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh, I just don't want to see the Yankees win. The Orioles <laughs> blew their shot. I mean, they were doing really well, and they just they totally choked towards uh, the yeah, end I'm of the season here. Because usually the Orioles are a very steady team. <laughs> well, they're steady losers until the last <laughs> like few years they've done. They've been respectable. But, I oh mean, they've been pretty usually pretty lousy but <laughs> yeah anyway i would I like oh i'm gonna say i like to correct what i said earlier about vegas i did say little league i realized that now and that's why you said the 51s i meant minor leagues we there's only uh, minor league teams there there's no major leagues and my yes. I, someone explained to me why and i can't remember off the top of my head but it basically has to do with the betting well hmm. it's illegal to bet on pro baseball isn't it no well, uh if you if you play for, if you're if, if you I mean if you're Pete Rose, <laughs> I don't know how the betting thing because in Vegas anything goes basically like they do follow certain regulations for certain things but I'm trying to think now if I've ever seen a baseball game at the Palms I'm I'm trying to think now no it's all in basketball and soccer know. I think because I'm pretty sure like we have um a lottery system that's called um holy crap I can't even remember what it's called now anyway, it's that, sports yeah. it's sports betting anyway um that's run through um, the provincial lottery system. Um, and as far as I can remember, because I ran a lottery terminal for about five years, as far as I can remember, baseball was never on. Like you can bet on hockey, uh, football, soccer, but I, I don't believe Major League Baseball was ever on the thing to be able to bet on it. Hmm, that's interesting. What's well, pretty much across the board. To, to answer your previous question, though, they're affiliated with the New York Mets since 2013. They were with the Blue Jays yeah. from 2009 to 2012. I don't know if we covered that yet. So hmm. I, I knew that they were they were affiliated with the Jays, but then I remembered that the Jays now they moved their team to Buffalo. So hmm. that must have been it, because I guess the Mets didn't they just move? Uh, I don't know when they no. moved into. No, I'm thinking in, in of 2008. Uh, I think they moved from uh, Shea Stadium to City Field. I think is what where they play now, City Field. Yeah. No, I was thinking of. Um, I think it's the hockey team. Oh. I just yeah, realized I that I moved know, into Brooklyn or something like that. I just realized I know nothing about sports. God damn. Well, <laughs> it's all right, Patrick. It's okay, Matt. Yet, you. yet Actually, I always see pictures of you at baseball games on Facebook. That's thing. more yeah, because of his wife. That, oh, is it? That's she's a sports was, fan. <laughs> that's what I was going to try to say. But look, actually, she's gotten me into a lot of sports. That The main reason I never 
got into was because I didn't understand it, but she explained it in a way that I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Because you know me, I'm the nerd that's behind the little animation software doing my thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you know what? There's this thing called outside. You should try it sometime. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go there and hey, there's people and they're having a good old time. And we actually outside went to simulation a little... <laughs> We went to a uh, minor league game and saw our local El Paso team, the Chihuahuas. Yes, very... Typical name of a place <laughs> next to Mexico, <laughs> and we won a championship. Game, at least so you're not the Montgomery Biscuits, the right? Burritos. Yeah, it could have been worse, I guess. But yeah, at wait, least we're not wait, the Montgomery Biscuits. That could have been bad. Where do you live? But she's we really should, got me. We should do a, a show on the various minor league baseball team names and some of the zanier ones. Yeah, they got we a could. lot of really. It, that's a tradition, right? They just have the wacky names that they can. Whatever they weird. Can, some yeah. of them are weird. Some of them are weird. Well, like the uh, New Mexico, they have the isotopes. And isn't that a Simpsons reference? Yeah, they used to be yeah. called something else. I forget what they were called. But then they changed the name to isotopes as kind of a nod to the Simpsons. <sighs> and um, they got them a lot of publicity. I think, let me see, I'm looking it up right now. So I'm looking up our minor league teams. We have the Cougars, the Slammers. The Thunderbolts, and I want to say the Wolves are another one, but they might be our, our one of our minor league hockey teams. Hold on. So uh, you have, let's see, minor league baseball, minor league hockey, minor league soccer. What what else is out there? Uh, I guess they don't do soccer, basketball. There's no such thing as minor league basketball, is there? Not no, really. Uh, that that's what college basketball has become. Yeah. College basketball and college football are basically the minor leagues. Oh, scene. I feel so ashamed. The Wolves is one of our minor league hockey teams. God damn it! Someone's gonna get mad at me. There's a Bativia Muck Dogs, which I'm sure is a great name. The Frisco Rough Riders, the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. I don't, I'm not sure what a blue wahoo is. I think it's some kind of a shark. Yeah, I'm not. Can't help you there. <laughs> let's see what else we got we got the uh, hillsborough hops the everett aqua Sox, the clinton lumberjack lumber kings not lumberjacks because that would be too obvious midland rockhounds the carolina mudcats tucson <laughs> padres that makes sense yeah okay this is this is especially one of my favorite the lowell spinners <laughs> <laughs> wow they're one of the more urban teams. Oh, and we can't ever forget oh, the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. The what? The Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. What the fuck is a Kaiser Volcano? They're apparently know. they they're in Oregon. So thanks a lot, Sax. Sax is a person from our other podcast who lives in Oregon. Terrible person. All right. Did you did you cover <laughs> the uh, the Akron Rubber Ducks? Oh, let me see. That's I mean, a good I one. Must have missed them. And the Richmond Flying Squirrels. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's okay. Love. The the Slammers. You guys can't see that the, their logo, but it says the Juliet Slammers, and the background is a prison tower and prison walls. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it refers to the uh, our our Will County our our Will County Jail and all that fun stuff. <laughs> That's bad. I mean, I guess you try to make it as relatable to the city as possible. Look, the, the fucking, when you <laughs> yeah. say you're going to the Cook County Jail or the Will County Jail, everyone just instantly goes, oh, you fucked up really big. <laughs> I don't know in here who has me a Snapchat, but when I lived downtown, I used to send snaps of the Cook County Jail all the time because it just sits it sits on the south end of the loop right on the outside of it. Like, it's just this big, 
khaki colored building with these tiny slot, like these tiny like little windows on it and shit. And people always mm-hmm. walk. They don't label it immediately as the Cook as the Cook County Jail. You just kind of know by going past it and people telling you. But it's like you walk past it, and people are like, "Oh, this building's really cool." Yeah, that's our jail. There's criminals inside. <laughs> Yay. People have gotten out of it somehow. I don't know how the fuck you escape a building in the middle of a downtown metropolitan area. Shawshank Redemption style. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, bet you yeah. Out the window. Someone, Did uh, you hear someone... about? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to repeat what I said. Go ahead. It's those two guys, I think, that uh, broke out of a maximum security prison, and they used pretty much the same principle as the Shawshank Redemption movies. But I guess what had came out is that um, they, had, they had befriended, is the cleanest way of saying it, one of the, uh, I guess, one of the female um, laundry people that was there, and they brought him in like a hacksaw or something like that, and they were able to actually dig into the walls and through a pipe, and then that's how those two guys escaped from some maximum security prison that I couldn't find them. When, when was this? Let me see if I can find the story. But yeah, it was, I, know uh, I read a story. Um, so probably about a month ago, there was like some, um, cartel leader or something that broke out of a prison in Mexico. Oh yeah. Yeah. I heard about that one. It was pretty <laughs> elaborate, wasn't it? Yeah. It was yeah, like, a, I don't remember the specifics, but I was like, holy shit, that happened. And they dug a tunnel, I think underneath the, the place where he was being kept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and they, they built, they built a house over it as to disguise what was going on. It was like a little farmhouse or something. And then, yeah, they dug they a built tunnel. Them like and, a little railway system thing there where he could get in the cart and they would just like rail him back to the other side. And then <laughs> I think I had heard on another podcast about, because I think it was a Rooster Teeth podcast was talking about it, how dumb it was to take this cartel guy who was known for his tunnels and then not yeah. watch his like prison cell for tunneling yeah 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 well i guess well, i think I mean, the genius of it is that it was coming the other way he wasn't digging out people were digging to him so as far as they were concerned right up until the the breakout he wasn't doing anything yeah that's true he's just hanging out but at the same time i mean like the leader of a fucking cartel in mexico he probably easily bribed some of the guards to look the other way too yeah like i mean guys worth a million that is yeah, very, very If popular. you got enough money. I do not. If I was ever put in jail, I'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, the one that I was talking about earlier, it's how the two uh, prisoners escaped from a maximum security prison. And it basically follows the same principles that they did in uh, the Shawshank Redemption, where they like dug into the wall, they dug into the pipes, and then there was the sewage pipe, which they cut into, and then they left a picture of, like I guess, a little smiley face for the guards, kind of <laughs> taunting them. And uh, the little smiley face says, have a nice day. And they show where they tunneled all the way out uh, through um, to the street. And they came up through a, a sewage drain pipe in the middle of the city. So wow. that's uh, horrifying. Oh yeah, God. well. Here, I'll link to it right now. That's just, I mean, it just goes to show you that if people really want to do something, they're going to do it. Don't matter. It also goes to show that movies are dangerous in prisons. They give them ideas, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit dramatic, but yeah. <laughs> Movies are dangerous. Yes. And people from Las Vegas are... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, you can go ahead. I mean, see, here's the thing. You can say shit about the people who live in Vegas. No one's going to dispute it. A lot of people are probably going to agree with you. And uh, no one... The locals don't really give a shit. And there's going to be that small minority that's proud of it. I mean, Vegas was built on fucking mob money, right? 
Yeah, mob money tourism. Mob money straight from Chicago. Yeah. It's one of the only places in the world that's like, hey, come here. We're going to take your money to make us more rich, and then you're going to go home and feel happy that you came and gave us your money. Yeah. And then when it when but when it does pay out, it pays out well though. I just feel bad because sometimes like whenever I'm walking around Vegas, I'll go through uh especially the Bellagio. There's like this little side door you go to on the street, and outside there's like a little crossway to go to the other side of the street, and there's these people there that are selling these dollar waters. And I'm thinking, Oh man, did these guys get like trapped here? Did they run out of money and now they're just trying to make enough money <laughs> so they can get back home? No, they're locals. Oh, they are locals? Okay. I oh, mean, because yeah. that's a great business, but then I'm like, oh, shoot. No, it's – it's it, people who live here, like, it's very common to do something like that. When I lived in Vegas, actually, that was a thing. My grandma was like, oh, you should – you should. I'll buy, buy you packs of water. Just go out there and sell them for a dollar. And I'm like, I, okay. Yeah, I didn't actually, I didn't actually do it, but I was came really fucking close to doing it just for money. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking that's probably the easiest way to make a little bit of money if ever you're short. Because every it's freaking hot there like all the time. And whenever I go, I always see a ton of those people everywhere. That's better to yeah. sell water than yourself. Yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, people sell other shit there too. Like those walkways, they don't really, like there are people on there selling shit all the time. It's like they don't really regulate those things. So you could, you've got, you've got the people in the costumes who charge you for pictures. You've got people selling water. Some people sell their jewelry or like with their like shitty friendship bracelets. Oh, some wow. people sell like uh, their mixtapes. I see that a lot when you go farther north by like the um, the needle. Oh, what's it called? I can't remember off the top of my head. But you, it just depends on where you are. But people fucking panhandle all the time out there. It's all the pretty lights and all the pretty signs that they have in Vegas that makes it so appealing. It's something about it that when you're there, it's like adult Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. You just want to be like, That's oh, a good man. way to put it. Right? I, I mean, I don't know if it's just the experience that people are addicted to. Because, I mean, obviously, after a while, you run out of money. you like, forget it. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like looking at our new pretty uh, Why Did Ask For logo. Oh. <laughs> right? It's so sexy. Right. There's a um, uh, j- really quick just to piggyback off of what you said about those neon lights. There's a rule in Vegas where your main sign has to be a certain amount of neon light to it, or else you can't use it. Is that? I mean, why? Why is that? Because we, because not we. I don't live here anymore. Uh, because Vegas was known for its um, a vast, like pretty much almost every single light that used to be out there was neon or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. In order to, because there, there's a whole, there's a whole, first off, there's an entire business built around it, like the, like the neon sign business. So it's there to protect the neon sign builders, but it's also there because it's part of Vegas's legacy. A lot of those big signs that you see, like Stardust and um, the Sahara and a bunch of other casinos that don't exist anymore, the, the, the Moulin Rouge, all of their signs were made out of gigantic, which is neon, neon and metal, and it's part of their legacy, and they decided to keep it. So... A lot of the signs, the Treasure Island just got a new sign, but there's still neon in it. Um, I, another, another casino got a new sign, and there's still neon in that. It's like a requirement that your sign contains a certain amount of neon. It sounds to me like the neon business is still a mob business. It's like a neon union. So it's like, you better have some neon in your sign, or Jimmy here is going to come break your legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish, but it's an actual written law. Like, I went and looked it up after I was told. It's, it's a thing. 
At least I think it's a written law. I don't remember. I swear I looked it up. I don't know. Hi, now Sounds I'm backtracking. Now I'm backtracking. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. it's confirmed that Blue's in the mafia in Vegas. Um, well, welcome Blue. Well, she's in Chicago now, so she got promoted. Oh, oh she got promoted uh, to the Windy City. <laughs> Uh, well, you we are, welcome you with open arms, Mafia. She's working her way up to the head of the family. Wrong. My biological grandfather used. I don't know if I. If, I'm probably not going to get sma- like taken down for this. My biological grandfather used to be a limo driver for the Chicago Mafia, but he's dead now. <laughs> and there's going to be a large Obviously. blurb over this part of the podcast where yeah. <laughs> we don't want to yeah. die. We- could I? Could my family get in fucking trouble for that? For if some guy who wasn't blood related to anybody and was married to my grandma for like five years? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll find out pretty quick after this podcast goes out. I guess. Oh fuck! Uh, I'm dead. Okay. No, <laughs> you're, you should pack your shit now and get out. No, you're fine. You're you're fine. I, I said totally in front of the military guy, "Don't arrest me." Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But, I don't um, like the silence. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I, I on that, uh, what we were trying, I was kind of referencing was that uh, we have a brand new Why Did Ask For logo designed by Mr. Jesse Smith, our new chief mm. of a, I guess what he's you, our lead art director. Our lead art director. I'm calling him chief art director instead, so I can call you him. You can call him chief if have you want. I have an excuse to call him chief Jesse. But See, uh, he, the problem is we <laughs> we started giving out titles to certain people that uh, work for us behind the scenes, um, and uh, somebody asked if they could, you know, make their own title, and I said sure. And they came up with uh, what was it, Grand Poobah or something? And I was like, no, you know, oh, what? that was fuzz. We're not making up our own. No, <laughs> it's just not happening anymore. I'll I want give you a title, and that's what it is. Exactly. I, I want it to be uh, co CEO slash Batman, and then uh, Dan didn't let me do that, so I'm very. I already took Batman. No, see, there's more than one Batman. Not you. No. I'll be the good Batman. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it, it is a really exciting time. That new logo looks real sharp. It's uh, I'll be ha- we'll be having it out on iTunes. Hopefully, when you're listening to it, you will have noticed our new logo and not be scared mm-hmm. away that it's a bright orange color as opposed to our traditional blue. Uh, no pun intended. Ah, blue. <laughs> but uh, it, it should uh, it should be pretty cool. I think everybody's going to enjoy it very greatly. Yes, and and with the new logo brings a lot of exciting new things like um, like the website that we talked about. Um, it's not going to be Anything that happens anytime soon, we got a lot of planning and um, design work to do on that. But eventually, <clears throat> when we get it up and running, uh, we hope to have a store on there as well. So we'll have things like T-shirts and hopefully we can add other things like sweaters and hats and beanies and lanyards and pins and patches and all sorts of great shit with our amazing looking logo on it. Band-Aids. Um, the Band-Aids, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very important. Very important to have Are selling Band-Aids now? The why, did, the why did ask for first aid kit. The socks. I think we should do socks. That'd be great to have socks. I think that'd be all right, actually. Bright orange socks, right? With a little tip. Could be the little black little logo there. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be fun. I like that. I'd wear the socks, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Sell me some socks. I would buy them. We'll go and uh, we'll sell the socks for a dollar outside the little at outside of Vegas next to the water. Which casino? No, just kidding. Pack your bags, Blue. You're heading back to Vegas. Yay! You'll be head of selling shit. With every bottled water, you get a free pair of why did ask for socks. Yeah, no, 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 no. With every pair of socks, you get a free bottle of water. Well, now we don't want to get in trouble with big water there. We already discussed that there's mafia over there in Las Vegas. And they're going to be like, hey, so what what is free here? Fair point. 
We don't want to mix up mix it up with the mafia any more than we already yeah. have. They're gonna they're gonna say, how can you wear socks if you don't have any feet? So, <laughs> and then now we're gonna have the why did ask for peg leg and. That just doesn't sell as well. It doesn't go as fast. So. Why did ask for line of fucking prosthetic leg. limbs? That's right. And then the, why did ask for glass eyeball? And finger for, and arm. You know, I, I've always wondered what is the thing that really is useful. I mean, because I love t-shirts. I, I'm a huge t-shirt collector. If I can like find a new thing that's out there, I want to have a new logo of it just to have variety because t-shirts get mm-hmm. so boring after a while. And Immediately, I'm going to want one of these Why Did Ask For t-shirts because it's the bright orange, which is awesome because it helps us helps me represent UTEP over here because we have the same type of orange for our local team. And uh, it also is just such a unique logo. It's just, so It really is, yeah. What else could we get that people would actually really be excited about? Like I loved your idea of having like a Why Did Ask For beanie. Mm-hmm. Because then I can imagine us going to uh, like a convention. For our Canadian listeners, that's a toque. There you go. And uh, I can imagine us going to uh, RTX next year, the Rooster Teeth convention, and all wearing these bright orange t-shirts. That'd be pretty damn cool. We'd definitely stand out in that crowd. Oh, yeah. No, I think we'd blend in with the Funhouse people. Aw, that's a good point. Fuck Funhouse. Yeah, Funhouse, I know what you're talking about. I think uh, eventually, like, I think we're going to launch almost everything in orange, but I think eventually we'll have, like, a color selector, and you can, you know, whatever background suits you best... That's what color you can use. Because really, the logo can go on any color. I wonder if we could get like custom-made leg wax and have them put it in a Why Did Ask For type container. <laughs> that would be the goal. Okay, so that, that's our that's our homework for this week. We have to absolutely find goal? a place. Well, not our ultimate goal, but ultimate goal is to get 50 cents on the socks next to the water bottles in Vegas. But I think there for now, go. to get the, the leg wax on in a Why Did Ask For bottle. That would be great. And it has to be the most painful, cheap leg wax we can possibly find. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the one thing that I love that I don't know if I ever uh, mentioned anything about. But uh, for the whole leg waxing thing that we did uh, with Harry. Uh, so Fuzz gets, she got into Texas like way before everybody else. And um, I was talking with her back and forth on Twitter. And uh, she, she sends me a message at one point. She goes, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. I said, what? What's the problem? She goes, I'm at Walmart right now in Austin, and they don't have waxing kits that hurt. Oh. What am I supposed to do? And I said, just ask somebody. (laughs) And she basically basically responded with like, I don't, you know, somebody's going to look at me like I'm crazy or something asking for a kit that hurts. I'm like, yeah, but if you explain it to them, like, you know, because that's what I would do. Everything here says pain-free. I'd go up and ask somebody like, listen. We have this thing. We're going to wax some dude's leg, and we want it to be funny and painful. Do you have any waxing kits that would hurt? That way they're not going to look at you like, we have all these non-pain options. Why do you want something that hurts, right? But that's that was my favorite here's little exchange with Fuzz. Was just, she's just like, mayday, mayday. Uh, and then she says, oh, okay, I finally found one or whatever. Uh, and then she goes, I can confirm. It hurts. Like, How can you confirm? She goes, well, I tried it on myself. Wait, where did you try it? Oh, she tried it after she bought it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought like she, she was like bought, going through the it. store by herself. That, like, <laughs> just kind of. No, no, she she got like one. I guess she asked somebody eventually, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, this one, you know, it's not a pain free kit." And she just like can confirm it hurts. I'm like, "What do you mean?" She says, "Well, I tried it. It's like on yourself." Yeah, I'd like to point yeah. out at some point that... she just. I think that's why when she threw it at Banjo and he got it on himself, I think that's why because it had already been opened. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, there Banjo. is also. He's just trying to help. 
You poor banjo. There is orange uh, leg wax. I just looked it up. There is orange leg wax. It comes in every color. It wouldn't come in any other color. Okay, then we totally need orange leg wax, and we need it in the form of, like, like, let's see if they do a custom little thing that will have our logo on it. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if we could find a bunch of those. We we could sell those for a dollar next to the water bottles. Why did ask for leg wax? Guys, we should totally ditch the podcast idea and just sell leg wax. I think we found our real calling. <laughs> I think that's where it's at. We'll just all become waxers. Yes. So uh, welcome to the Wax Did Ask For podcast. Wax Did Ask For? Boo. Boo. No? Okay. Oh. I ran out Boo. of coffee, Dan. You can't hold it against me. Look, he's Dude, a dad. You're a dad. Like it's a dad joke. Ten minutes into this discussion. <laughs> I've been out of coffee for at least a half hour. This is not good. Blue, go to your room. So I. <laughs> I'm in my room. I guess on that note, Stay um, there. Just we're, we're almost at time here, so we're uh, going to throw in any final thoughts. If not, we will wrap up. Um, I would just like to say thank you to Jules for coming and having my back on, from the Jackass Express podcast. We hope you guys will give us a listen. Yes, over, please do. Over at, if you go to facebook.com slash jackassexpress, that's where we're at. And it'll take you to our blog spot from there, and you'll have our full library. Well, it was good being <laughs> here. Thanks for inviting me. I enjoyed it. Now that Julian has all our names, he's going to have us all secretly uh, black helicoptered in no time. Well, you two anyway. He can't get to me. I'm untouchable. Yeah. Out of his jurisdiction. Well, have you ever heard of extraditing? This is like the the crooked version of it. Oh, that's only if I go down and do something and then come back home. What do they call extraordinary uh, rendition or what what do they call that? (laughs) <laughs> they just they plant something on a foreigner to get him inside the states to <laughs> prosecute him. <laughs> Standard America stuff, you know. You know, typical shit. Yeah, the crappy pool over here. You get to you have to ask for Donald Trump's forgiveness. Oh God. Well, that's not going to happen. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's wrap up. No, and we'll go from no, there. no. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. Yes. All right. Well, okay. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week, and hopefully, we made you ask. Why did ask for? Why did end? See you next week, everybody. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.